It's Friday, and I hear footsteps. <laughs> hey, we're back. It's Mike and John got it going on with Mike Marino, John King, and of course, Susan. Yes. Hi. The Cougar the with us. Cougar. You know who else has it going on? The Detroit Lions. Yes, How they about do. That? First touchdown of the 2023 yep. season yeah. scored by the Detroit First Lions. on the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. And they got a win. Do you think they'll score the last touchdown of the 2023 season? Wouldn't that be a nice time? Because I saw you drinking some Kool-Aid earlier, yeah. actually. <laughs> I brought some with me. It's my, my yeah. special Lions Kool-Aid. Uh, you know. 88 proof. All right. <laughs> so we have a lot going on today. Just Don't spice it, Jess. <laughs> Spicy. All right. Coming up today, our good friend and very funny lady, very lovely and talented, Christian Labar, joining us a yes. little bit later on the uh, Community Theater of Howell, doing another Improve. Improv. Or is it improv? improv. It's improv. Well, it's, it's Improve without the E. Improv. I, I guess that's See? true. Uh, oh, no, there's yeah. not an R in improv. Yeah, there is. Okay, so it's improved <laughs> without the E. <laughs> I'm glad you worked that out. I'm improving as we speak. See how that goes? No way. Yeah. <laughs> no way. I don't believe that. You know what Susan did last week? What did I do last you, week? You had to pivot. We're going to find yes. out more about that. Pivot. Uh, pivot. <laughs> uh, Rich is joining us. Rich Pearlberg. Unless you know, yes. Do we know what we're talking about with her? <laughs> do we ever know what we're talking about? <laughs> do we know where it's going to go? Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, what was it? Giggo exclusive. Ah, I got to start we'll talking about news. some uh, some well happenings in the news. Some happenings, you we'll know. Say. Oh, we're, well, we're, we're going to talk about that in just uh, a second. We'll also take a look at our uh, our trivia question from last night. Uh, two cent week of history. This week in history, two cents worth. It's a short and condensed version, right? And we'll talk with the great Bonnie Runyon and get the uh, final thought uh, for the day today. First, though, look at local news brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. Yes. Wait, whoa, whoa. What? What? Something looks different, but go ahead. It's the news cam. Oh, the news cam. See, I've got my own. We have <laughs> my own news cam. Oh, well, Susan and I can do nice. whatever we want over here my, since you have just you. My, it's my news cam. I see. Just you. Uh, well. I mean, it could be. We're not even here anymore, are we, Susan? You, you could be here. Yeah. Did you run this by us? <laughs> See, if you want to. There you go. If you want to. So, like, are, are we going to get zoomed in on, too, like, uh, at a certain point? Well, you'd have to sit here. Yeah. Or do you got to sign up the, for that? In the $6 million chair. In the pilot's <laughs> chair. <laughs> if you're the pilot, we're, we're just, in for a heap of trouble. Just call me Sully. <laughs> There's a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to land in the water. Yeah. All right. Okay, we'll just uh, right. we'll bring it back. It's local you. news. Brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. What's making headlines this week? All right, yeah. So some of the big stories, of course, a suspect arraigned on murder charges yesterday in the shooting death of an MSU student last month in Howell. As Gago News initially reported, 22-year-old Reese Durand Hammy had been held by police on home invasion and domestic violence charges following the death of Weta Okubare that occurred just after midnight on Friday, August 11th at a home on West Street. But court records indicate Hammy was charged Wednesday with a count of open murder and another charge of witness intimidation. He was arraigned on that charge Thursday. He's being held without bond. The four misdemeanor domestic violence charges are based on a May 4th incident and there was also uh, an incident August 1st that was investigated by Howell Police and that involved domestic violence and home invasion. Okubare's family said that the 20-year-old was at his girlfriend home on West Street when the father of her child shot Okugbare six times. Social media posts indicate Hammy is the father of a young child whose mother was identified by neighbors as having lived in the West Street residence where the shooting occurred, but she has since moved out. 
uh, and uh, Hanny is now uh, due back in court for, for a probable cause conference on the murder charge September 19th. One former administrator of the Brighton Area Schools cited immeasurable toxicity of particular board members among his reasons for leaving the district. Another referred to a toxic culture created by those board members. That's according to the resignation letters of Mike Engelter, who had been Brighton's assistant superintendent of finance. He departed last month for the same role with Pinckney Community Schools. And Chad Scaling, who had been Brighton's executive director of human resources, he was appointed last month to that same role in Walled Lake. The letters were obtained through a Freedom of Information Act request by Gigo News. In Engelter's letter of resignation, he went into great detail as to his reasons for departing, saying he had, quote, witnessed and been subjected to the immeasurable toxicity of particular board members, and as such, it should come as no surprise that I now look forward to ending my time with Brighton Area Schools. Engelter specifically named Board Vice President Bill Trombley and Treasurer John Conley as the cause of that toxicity, saying Trombley had, quote, caused BAS staff as well as outside contractors and vendors to work in a hostile environment laden with vitriol and individuals often receive profanity-laced, rage-filled tirades. Both Conley and Trombley were asked to comment on the allegations. They did not respond. A request for comment by the district was handled by Board President Roger Myers who said the conduct to which was referred in the resignation letters was obviously unacceptable but said the district remains a very attractive one for central office leadership and they are focused on providing the best possible education for students. And this is what we're going to be talking about with uh, Rich Perlberg in the Less You Know segment coming up just a little bit later. And finally, for the fifth year in a row, Macomb Township firefighter Joseph Warren is making a 140-mile journey across Michigan, including through Livingston County, today while wearing full firefighter gear. The Walk for the Red began in 2019 when Warren kept hearing about fellow firefighters who were fighting cancer. He learned that occupational cancer was the leading cause of death for firefighters. Warren says since last year's walk, they've lost 19 firefighters to cancer. One of those 19 was Lieutenant Steve Moore of the Hall Area Fire Authority. He died last October after a battle with pancreatic cancer. Last year, Moore managed to meet up with Warren as he trekked across Livingston County to thank him personally for what he was doing. Moore's absence this year will be deeply felt by Warren and others. The Walk for the Red began Thursday in Macomb County. It continues west along M59 through Livingston County today. It will end at Michigan Avenue and Grand River in downtown Howell and then pick up again tomorrow morning in downtown Lansing on its way to Ada, which is east of Grand Rapids. That's where the walk will end on Sunday. You can find more information at walktheored.org. And we should mention there's also a follow-up event to honor Moore. The Steve Moore Memorial Walk for the Red will take place Sunday, October 15th at Howell High School at 11 a.m. There are details on that at mikeandjohnpodcast.com. And we'll also be talking with Moore's wife, Nikki Moore, on our September 29th podcast. And that was what was happening this week. Big stories. All right. News brought to you by our friends at Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. And they are just, just about ready to head back to Antwerp, Belgium. You know what Antwerp, Belgium is? In Belgium? Well, it's the diamond oh. capital. What? I thought you Of the world. Whoa. Of the world. That's large. They're heading there soon. Is that the world that you're talking it about? It is. Antwerp, yeah. Belgium, the diamond capital of the world. And the Binkleys are headed there very, very soon. And they've added a bonus. Free diamond studs. So if you pre-order your Antwerp diamond prior to the trip, you'll get some great savings. For example... A pair of 25 karat total weight diamond studs when you pre-order $5,000. A pair of 50, uh, 50 karat total weight diamond studs when you spend $10,000. Or perhaps three quarters karat diamond studs when you order $15,000. <laughs> Yeah. Our concierge didn't turn up today. That's why. It, that's why there's some giggling going on. In the, the, giggling, uh, giggling. Would we and ever snickering. Giggle? It's it's yeah. more like snickering. I say. I, I would say. Get in touch with the uh, the folks at Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. Let them know you're interested. Get all the details. Cooper and Binkley Jewelers on Main Street in downtown Brighton as they get ready to head to the diamond capital of the world. That's Antwerp, Belgium. We're not quite there. We are here in the Remax Platinum Studios. Yes. World capital of Mike and Johnny got it going. <laughs> That's on. true. How about that? Yeah, we can relocate from time to time if we like. That's right. Did, did uh, Christian get the paper airplane? You said right. No, it went, no, I was laughing yeah, at your uh, commentary. I was so yes, you were involved. Uh, by the way, uh, Christian Labar joining us from, uh, of course, uh, CTH uh, Improv Troupe. They've got a, a big night coming up 
tomorrow night, Saturday, uh, at the historic Howell Theater, and um, uh, so and Christian, we, you were out in the hallway in our green room. Yeah, uh, in a green chair. Actually. It's, it's not really a green room. Hallway, it's a green chair. Basically. You guys, I, I have something um, to ask for your help. Uh-oh. So when I pulled in the parking lot, I might have hit somebody's car. Um, I left a note, but do you know anybody who owns that? Oh, oh yeah, no. that's, uh, that's that an old piece of junk. I wouldn't worry about it. That guy's not going to be happy that you own <laughs> his car. Just it, kidding. It's driving around in that old thing. Just kidding. I saw you posted it. I was like, oh, I'm going to mess with them. <laughs> I didn't hit it. I drove by real slow and she, looked at it. She keyed it like Carrie Underwood. <laughs> <laughs> see you, boss, forever. <laughs> see, that's the improv you can expect from comedy. <laughs> and that's coming up September 9th. Uh, downtown Howell at the Historic Howell Theater. Yep, it is. I don't even know how many shows we've had there now. A lot. You got to do that. That's kind of like your new home. I mean, that's the... Yeah, it is our new home. Yeah, for the improv troupe. Yeah, we can um, sell beer and wine for the night, so that really encourages people to laugh more at us. <laughs> we should uh, do that here. John. We can't sell beer and wine. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should we try that. Yeah, it makes it a lot more funny and enjoyable. So, um, But it will be this... Saturday, and then we have a couple more scheduled for the year, too. There's one in December and another date that I cannot recall. Right. Now, how, how many members are in the troop? Currently, we have six. So the troop kind of changes over time as people's right. schedules allow or if we have new people. Um, but we've had the same six people now for a little bit. So there's six of us. Chris Salter, Ross Freeland. Oh, i got to have to say all their names now. Jackson Manning, Patrick Crilly, Alan Oh, yeah, it was. heard of him. And me. How do you spell that? Wait a minute. You're still the only the only female in the group. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, I'm still hanging in there. Like the, are you like the little sister or the big sister when it comes to I think to I'm these like the guys? mama. Oh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm I thought. Like, Everybody get together, do something. <laughs> and um, Bob's yelling at us. <laughs> I know they do say that. They're like, Why are you yelling? So, and, and for those that haven't checked out a show, it's it's very similar to whose line is it anyway in certain respects. Uh, for the, for the improv stuff you guys yeah, do? Yeah, it's like Whose Line Is It Anyway meets Saturday Night Live. We take yeah. suggestions from the audience, so it's adult content because... Well, you never know. Have you met the audience? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, and all that beer and wine. If, <laughs> uh, all right, well, well, let's say I give you like a term, and, and, and you have to run with it. Okay. Are you ready? I'm hoping I can oh, pronounce wow. this correctly. Oh, yeah, I brought a game, too. We're playing okay, games yeah, now. Yeah. Immeasurably toxic. <laughs> Toxicity. Immeasurable toxicity. Well, you got to be able to say the phrase. That's not fair. Immeasurable toxicity. Like all of my like, college, high school, uh, and boyfriends wrote like. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, so I have a game we're going to play. Oh, we're going to play a dun, game. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, oh. All right. It's What's really easy. The game? So it's one of our warm-up games. So the thing about improv is it's not scripted. Um, there's no wrong answers. You're just, it's always like a yes and. You're building together. So one of the games we play to warm up is called Top 5. I don't know why I'm making direct eye contact with you. <laughs> <laughs> this is some kind of go thing going on. I've met them before. Um, but it's called Top 5. And so we give you like a category and you just are supposed to say the top five words off of your head there's no wrong answer so the example would be like top five new crayola crayon colors and you just start spouting five words in a measurable to- toxicity one <laughs> and then you count along the way so. wow that's very right, good so who wants to go first well, uh, well no, oh, that wasn't the top. I guess it's you now. No. Yeah. Top five new Crayola crayon colors. Blurple. One. Um, you guys can count with me. Vomit. The two. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, they, they can play two. They can help out. Oh, oh, <laughs> you guys can play as a team. It's fine. What, what color does vomit look like, Jack? Well, it depends on what you There's no right. <laughs> hey, can you pass the vomit crayon? Oh, it's, it's almost gone. Is noodles a color? Yeah. <laughs> Why is it so chunky? <laughs> oh, chunky noodles. Uh, no, that's not good. All right, so I've already messed up now. Yeah, you did. All right, so okay. he's got to come up with five. He's going to come up with five. Okay. We're right. going to... Now we got to go back to it. How did I have so far? Then? You got one. I got one. You got purple. Oh, <laughs> uh, runaway deer. Two. Um, <laughs> black eye. Black eye. Three. Um... <laughs> uh, Dented truck. Four. <laughs> Four. <laughs> and bent license plate. Five. Okay. Right, nice. So now you're going to do it. But okay. I have a little challenge for you. I'm going to oh. give you a different category, too. Yeah, different category. Um, I want you to be a little mm. faster. 
This is like okay. <laughs> normally I don't hear that from women, but <laughs> normally it's slow down. All right. Well, then your first one could be. I haven't be... even gotten in bed yet. Ready? Fast new category. Okay, right. Top five new pizza toppings. Go. Okay, vomit. One. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, You're taking too long. Uh, b- blueberries. Two. Um, uh, tomato. Three. Doesn't have to be food. Keep going. Uh, rabbit. Four. <laughs> Rubber cement. <laughs> it's mine. Oh, sorry. We can get it to me. <laughs> so, uh, and grout. Five. Good job. Mm. <laughs> Are you ready to play? I don't know. You had eye contact with me? <laughs> I won't look at you while we play. All right. You guys want to give her one? Or should I do it? No. It's your game. Okay. It's your You've taken over the podcast. <laughs> Finish up. Welcome <laughs> to Christian. Christian. Got it going on. Yeah. All right. Top five. New types of cheese. Hmm. You can invent your own. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, the answers. Watermelon. One. Candy corn. Two. Pumpkin. Three. Um. Hmm. Pizza. Four. Soap. Five. What mm. the, she was quick. Yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, we so stop to think too much. Yeah. Yeah. The point of the game yeah. is to get it going. That's our problem. <laughs> think too yeah. much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Decision making tough. So uh, so yeah so the Saturday night at the Historic Health Theater. This is type of thing that people will be. Yep, able so to, and you'll bring people up on stage, right? We'll bring people on yeah. stage. There'll be pocket lines, pieces of paper that you can fill out, phrases, and we like pull them out of our pocket and read them randomly during a scene. We don't read them before. We take suggestions from the audience on like locations, relationships, objects, um, all sorts of involvement if you want to be involved if you don't like if your friend's going like this and you really don't want to we're not right. going to force you to we might force them to <laughs> but it's really it's a fun time for sure so have you ever run into like an, an old boyfriend or <laughs> significant other that shows up and maybe didn't know you were in the show and then you bring them up you can, <laughs> no you i would actually love to do that <laughs> my own husband won't volunteer to go up there he's like no, yeah. not about it. I get it for you at home. Is that mm-hmm. it? <laughs> I have run into where friends will write like inside jokes on the pocket lines, and like it will say Christian steals plants from Home Depot. I do not do that, um, <laughs> but like I might pick that one out and not know it, and I read it in the scene, and then everybody cracks up because it's geared to totally a specific random. person. Yeah, so. And we should mention there's beer and wine available. There's beer and wine. <laughs> there's popcorn, candy, so, yeah. concessions. Um, and yeah, and I think that uh, you've got a pretty solid, loyal audience that uh, looks forward to these. I mean, how many do per year? Um, four or five? F- I don't. Three this four? this year is three. Okay. The past years have been like four. Okay. It just kind of we're getting back into right. the flow of it since True. everything's going on. But yeah, so a few of them a year. We do some um, open improv jams at the community theater of Howell where people can come and watch or if they want to participate they want to get to dabble in it a little bit too right. we do stuff like that as well so what is the cost for this it is ten dollars nice. but i heard mike and john have some free tickets to give away too. Oh. they do oh. yes oh, it's about <laughs> we have free tickets to give away <laughs> all right all right so how do we I, I, how do I, we I, give I, them away yeah. game master uh, <laughs> you know, I don't just, know. I we can like do that. something on Facebook. Yeah, yeah you we, probably we would to, post something on right. Facebook. How many are we giving away? Um, you can give away two sets of two. Yeah. Two pairs. So two pairs. So, two I think the uh, the first two that say a certain phrase. Oh yeah. On our uh, Facebook page. Uh, okay. One should definitely be vomit crayon. <laughs> vomit crayon. Okay. That's well. That will be the phrase. And watermelon cheese. Watermelon cheese. <laughs> So, so <laughs> that was from Susan. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right. So if you put vomit crayon and vomit cheese, the first one. No, no water vomit cheese. Uh, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> vomit crayon and watermelon cheese. Thank you. <laughs> watermelon vomit crayon <laughs> cheese. <laughs> Super simple. <laughs> so on our Facebook page, they just got to say it, right? Is that, is that doable for you, for us? Right. Okay. I don't know if it is or not. Seems fair to okay. me. It works. Seems so, fair. Yeah. We'll, uh, and we'll contact them and say, here's how you get your tickets. And Yep, it'll just be up their name at the door. Yeah, just the name at the door. All right, yep. cool. All right, well, we're looking forward to that. So Saturday night, Historic Hall Theater, what time? 7 p.m. Doors open at 7. 6. Right. Doors Is open there at usually six. a line? Like, yeah, everyone's yeah. going to get a couple of drinks and okay. come in. It's first come, first serve type of seating, so general admission. So Okay. Yeah. yeah.
And uh, Tyler at the Health Theater does a great job and yeah. always a, a good host. So, yeah, people are going to have a, a fun night. Yeah, it will be fun. Yeah, Saturday, uh, September 9th, Historic Health Theater, 7 o'clock. It's uh, the CTH Improv Troop. Is is the is it how will laugh how will laugh is that the official name how will how will how will laugh um we had it as how will laugh for right. a while I don't know we don't really call ourselves oh, much I'm so sorry. now it's improv <laughs> okay. um I think some of the marketing still says how will laugh I don't know we're I ambiguous we're not would sure like to yet suggest vomit cheese yeah, yeah. Um, come see vomit cheese we, <laughs> we within our troop tried to rename ourselves Jeff Goldblum's pants but it was vetoed by Chris Salter, uh, so yeah, he's, he is the vetoer, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. He's got a stamp and everything. Fair enough. Yeah, he was like, no oh. go. <laughs> Who is he? Is he the leader? Mm -hmm. the yeah, he started it. Yep. No. <laughs> he he started it. Yeah. <laughs> Tim and Ross did a two-man show, but he's definitely the director, the corraler. Right. I'll just be muscle. Yeah. Well, you got to have muscle in the yeah. group, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen those guys, and you are the muscle. <laughs> <laughs> well, Christian, we do appreciate yep. you coming yep. by. Thank and, you for uh, having me. Nice to meet you. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Bye, guys. All right. All right. Thank you. And again, uh, Saturday, September 9th, Historic Health Theater. Uh, it's the Howl Improv Group for CTH. And uh, you can find details on Facebook, or you can go to CTH theater.org as well and get information there all right so last night in our thursday night trivia brought to you by our og sponsors firehouse doors who've been serving livingston county for over 25 years with unparalleled service and products we appreciate their support here on mike and john got it going on the question studies have shown that books are the most borrowed items in america sometimes friends borrow your books and they don't return them Sometimes hmm. friends try and keep you from reading that book. Sometimes your enemies do, too. But the question was, <laughs> We're what going came in at number two of the most borrowed items in America? So a lot of folks were leaning toward money. Yeah. And is money an item? Is it a thing? Is it... This item probably would not cause one to be bitter if they didn't get it back. Like, if somebody borrowed money from you, by the way, you owe me. Huh? <laughs> Wait, for the item that the, is the answer? No, or for, okay. for, for the money. Yeah, yeah. That's why you don't lend friends money. <laughs> Advice was it's another a good thing great guess. Friends. <laughs> All right. Uh, a trailer for, like, moving. You always know somebody uh, yeah, that's or a, a, a truck, that a truck, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Val said a couple flour. Maybe well, during COVID. Does anyone really expect it back? <laughs> I was thinking clothes. Yeah, clothes I know someone very, else guessed right. that. Yeah, and uh, another very popular and good answer was phone charger. Oh, these days. yeah, that's and, a good and, one. and in a sense, it's kind of close. It is. It, it is kind of close. I mean, I would have thought, say, a pen. I know <laughs> that that's not a big deal, but that's what I'm saying. But some, if, if you have like your favorite pen, like well, for yeah, instance, there's, there's this some. is your Spex Howard pen. <laughs> that look. There are know? some. And so, if you have your favorite pen, and someone's like, "Oh, let me know," you know, you know like, "Hey, hey, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's the one you're watching," <laughs> because, pen. or you just don't lend it to him. Sorry, this is yeah. my favorite pen. My favorite can't, pen. can't let that go anywhere. <laughs> Very emotionally attached to this pen. <laughs> uh, yard tools or garden tools, right. pretty popular thing because there's, you know, if you got to borrow a hoe, you know who to go to. <laughs> can I borrow your hoe for the night? <laughs> okay. All right, cheats <laughs> jokes. <laughs> Uh, yeah. A ladder, that's another popular guess, mm -hmm. a great guess. The the winning answer was jumper cables. Yeah. Close to phone charger, but jumper cables. Because some of us were prepared and have those. Right. Some of us do not. So you always know the guy or the girl that has the jumper cable. Now, I, I always have jumper cables too, but I... Anytime no, I've no, ever been asked to use them, it's like in a parking lot where someone's obviously not able to get their car started. And they're right. like, hey, and you're like, oh, yeah, I can help you out. And then, you know, you're like, I'm going to take back my jumper cable. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Once they get started, uh, you're out of there. You're like, just peel out with your jumper cables. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm pulling off the great jumper cable scan yes, once again. Ooh, those are nice jumper cables. Are they your favorite ones? <laughs> so did anyone get the correct uh, answer? One person, um, I saw one person get the right answer. Uh, Nancy was one. I don't know if anybody else okay. got it right. So okay. congratulations to Nancy. Yeah. By the way, uh, next week, I believe every night of the week, we're going to give you a chance to be a bonus prize winner in trivia. Every night of the week? Whoa. Well, Sunday... 
through Thursday. Right, right, right. So Sunday night trivia, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Mm. Five prizes going out the door. You're just blowing it all out. Huh? I, well, I bought yeah. stamps. So we can mail these gift cards out and gift certificates. <laughs> okay. So then. next week, starting Sunday night. <laughs> Mike has stamps. <laughs> They're forever stamps. Maybe I'll hold off because yeah. they'll be worth more neg- the week after. Oh, yeah. That's a good investment. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> Hey, you thought stamp collections were, were for nerds. Heck no. They're uh, worth money. So, yeah, we'll, we'll start that uh, Sunday night and go through all next week. Right. A mixed bag of prizes. We'll just uh, shuffle the deck and, and pull out a prize and put it up for grabs uh, next week. Absolutely. Sound good? And coming up uh, a couple of weeks from now, of course, it is the Walk to End Alzheimer's in downtown Howell, September 30th. And uh, we want you to be a part of uh, Team Got It Going On. So if you go to mikeandjohnpodcast.com, you'll find a link there. And uh, you can uh, join Team Got It Going On. Uh, and you can. Do we uh, still have shirts left? We do I still have our, shirts left. I thought our count yeah. was, we're, we're getting low. So, so now's the time. Yeah. So here's uh, what the uh, snazzy, snappy, what was the word that Rich used last week? Uh, spiffy. spiffy. Yeah, the spiffy Mike and John walk shirts. Just go to mikeandjohnpodcast.com and you can join Team Got It Going On. And uh, make a financial contribution, and uh, you'll get one of these spiffy, snazzy, snappy shirts. We'll bring it in a snappy bag, too. Nice. You know, rumor has it they're going to have some really good music there. Really? Mm-hmm. Is there a band? Mm-hmm. An act? An artist? Oh, yeah. it's an artist. Somebody though. that you know Somebody and love. Hmm. Huh. Taylor <laughs> Swift? <laughs> You know Taylor Swift. Well, I, I, I thought you. Were, I thought you would have said Barry Manilow. That's what I was waiting you for. Know, you know, you go to one Barry Manilow concert, and, and you're, you're a fan of for life. You're tagged for life. That's right. You know? Sure, no, Susan's going to be I was crying when they were singing. I write the songs. I'm sure, you were. Did he do the Band Aid song? No, because he wrote that jingle. He did. Band-Aid. He did not do any of his jingles. No oh, disappointment. I would. I would have wrote a letter of complaint. That's just me. Okay. Susan's going to be performing. Yes, I am. Correct. All right. John's emceeing. Matter of fact, yes. the reason John is emceeing, I may even help him out if he needs it, but I, I ran into Chuck Gatica earlier this week. Oh, did you? And I talked to Chuck, and I said, you know, Chuck, we're sad that you're not going to be there. And right. he says, well, I'm I'm limiting my time and doing these things now. He's focusing I'm, on family. He's He's got yeah. like 9,000 grandkids he right. has to pay attention to, so that's, that's why. But he said, Understandable. I'm sure you guys will... Will do a good job. That's what he said. <laughs> okay, tell me, off the, tell me off the air what he really said. He said, oh, "I'm sure you guys." Like, well, King's he, doing it. Oh my god! <laughs> I gotta get back. That's why he said you better help him out. <laughs> Sorry, kids. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. that is coming up. How September 30th? Yeah, the uh, walk to end Alzheimer's, and uh, let's see if old Mister Spiffster's around. The old Mister Spiffy yeah. with his Swiffer. <laughs> Mr. Spiffy sounds it. Mr. Spiffy. It just doesn't sound right. Doesn't oh, sound. hello. Is this Mr. Spiffy? <laughs> no, this is your roving reporter. Ah, ah. Roving reporter, Rich Pearlberg, for the less you know. Do you have a fedora? Yes. I do not have a fedora um. because I'm heading, I'm heading west. I'm heading out to Paradise City. Oh. oh, where the grass oh, is green and the girls are pretty. <laughs> grass is green, and the Detroit Lions will be playing the Super Bowl in February. Oh, yes, wow. they will. You're not supposed to drink and drive, Rich. <laughs> I got my crazy right here, man. <laughs> I am drinking. I am drinking and driving on the Lions bandwagon. <laughs> no, they honestly, you, know, you might not know this, but the Super Bowl is actually in paradise. It's a small burg outside of Las Vegas. Where uh, the Raiders play, and that's where the Super Bowl. Oh, I did play. not know that. Okay, I didn't know that. I I, I, I broke one of the rules. I looked it up. Oh. <laughs> now that's that stadium oh. that they that has like the on the outside is like it's uh, like a screen almost, like an LED. And they can put pictures on there, and it like because they they put like a big basketball on it at one point, and then they put a big eyeball. Because it's rounded. Yeah, that's one side. The other side there's a bunch of slot machines. I mean, it is one. <laughs> right, right. Well, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, all right, so what are we talking about today? Like, I don't know. The Lions. Oh, oh no, we're not, are we? <laughs> well, we could. We could. How about the Bulldogs? No, no, no we're, gonna t- we're, go- we're talking about the... Uh, yeah. Well, first, and then, you know, I'm saying that's a great journalism you guys did when you broke that story about the uh, the uh, Brighton School Administrators, uh, their resignation letters that pointed to what seems to be 
um, what they feel is a toxic environment in the system caused by a couple of school board members. Um, I believe the phrase was immeasurable toxicity. toxicity. Immeasurable toxicity. <laughs> toxicity. Paradise from Paradise City to Toxic City. We 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 keep we have good segues here. Yeah, but I mean that's it's uh, you know, I can I can remember back from my days at a, at a newspaper and and I have no idea how you guys got this tip and I'm not asking. But but the avail the availability of being a source and having sources trust you, know you and respect you enough to say for instance, I'm just speculating here that somebody said, you know, if you file a FOIA for this, you might find something interesting. And uh, you did find something interesting. One of, uh, one of the good things about that is then other media, to, to the extent they exist, followed up. So the story has gotten some legs, as they say. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I would say this, and as you mentioned, you know, filed a Freedom of Information Act request to get those letters because, look, they're they're administrators in a public school, and um, so that is the, those that is available through the Freedom of Information Act. Right. It was obvious. I mean, if you look back, we had reported these two other stories. We were reported when Mike Engelter announced that he was going to Pinckney to take the same job. And then we reported when Chad Scaling was leaving to go to Walled Lake to take the same job. And so it, it's like, why aren't they staying? There yeah. was reason yeah. to wonder, right? right. I mean, it, right. It was, there were questions waiting to be asked. Yeah, exactly. I mean, normally administrators, it, it, they move up. I mean, so they'll leave a district to go to another district to, to take a better position, a higher position. And, and that's understandable. When administrators leave and after a relatively short amount of time to take a similar position, you do have to ask questions, and that's where that came from. And, and so yeah, got unless, unless there's an obvious reason, uh, a spouse taking a job in another state or something. Sure, and, true. And, but no, no, but it, it's worth the question, and it doesn't mean that their allegations are correct or not, but, but it's worth bringing up. That's unusual for administrators who want to cover their tracks and, and, and protect their uh, job prospects for the future to leave behind a paper trail. I mean, who you, you don't want to be your, normally you don't want to put yourself in a position where you're telling a future, a prospective employer that, oh, by the way, I might trash you when I leave. Right. You know, so this, this, this was a step on there. I mean, they, they didn't trash your employer directly, but the school board is the employer. Well, they, that's, that's a good point, that the school board, you know, is the ultimate employer of, of the superintendent and thus the administration. So were these, when you look at it, you said they take the same position. Was it financially a, a lateral move, too? Because you're looking at well, maybe maybe I can't, well, I can't believe Pinkney's playing higher. I can't believe Pinkney's playing higher than Brighton. No, I. Job. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm sure there's there, there might. I would imagine, and and to answer your question, we don't know, but yeah. I would say common sense says it's they're lateral moves, and so the there might be a maybe a little bit more, but it's nothing that's going to make you jump. And, and and I think when you again look at the letters, and they were very specific. Talking yes. about the board vice president Bill Trombley and the treasurer John Conley providing, and, and when we say they, I mean really it was Mike Engelter's letter that was very specific. It was it was yep. lengthy, it was specific, and that's what made it stand out. Chad Scaling's letter was he didn't put any names in there. He pretty much said the same thing, but without any sort of specificity, other than that it was board members. Uh, but Mr. Engelter's, you know, he, he was very specific in pointing out and then providing specific instances and specific things yes. that were said. Um, yeah, I can't. I, I don't know Trombley at all. I've known Conley for a long time. I have no inside information about mm. this stuff. Did you know his family you? came to Livingston County in 1836? Well yeah, I think they were on the Mayflower. Yeah, yeah. Because if you spend five seconds around John, he's going to let you know that. But anyway, go on. <laughs> well, no, but the thing, the thing is... Uh, the the actions described are not inconsistent with the John Connolly no and I think some of them on tape you know on videotape school right. board meetings so I don't I don't think they're like wild allegations but uh, you know they lead to a question as to what is what is the role of a school board member right uh, on the one hand sometimes they can be way too much rubber stamps and and, and totally in awe and and of the superintendent. But on the other hand, you run a risk of micromanaging. And there were allegations of people going, what, into, into building sites? I mean, they shouldn't be dealing right. with assistant superintendents. They, they answer to the superintendent. you got a problem with the way the district's running. 
you're the school board, you deal with the superintendent. If you're a custodian, you should not really be having to answer on a regular basis directly to a school board member. You know, that is, uh, you know, and especially a school board member who allegedly is using profane language. Well, and, I mean, know. yeah, that's 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 another issue. But even even if it's appropriate, let, let's let's just assume that John and I are both members of the school board. That would be a great uh -oh. school board, by the way. <laughs> and, and I go and I go to an employee and say, "I want you to do things this way." And John goes to an employee and says, "No, I want you to do right. things this way." No, that that just that just isn't functional. No, and if I'm that janitor, I'm looking for a lateral move. If you guys both tell me, I'm looking for a ladder. <laughs> to that lateral move. Yeah. You know what? I, I should what? check and see what the custodial staff. I, I think a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Have there been any lateral? Well, yeah. what about teachers too? Have there been yeah. any of that? Uh, those there's, those there's, jumps too. I, I, you know, I will say that there have been there have been some changes. Nothing along the lines of these two administrators. It's it's tougher to move if you're a teacher. Right. Okay? There's, yeah. I mean, especially mid-season, uh, mid-year. And it's also, you tend to sacrifice more. If you move, other districts don't want to hire you if you're experienced because you, they got to pay you more. They'd rather hire somebody lower on the, on the, on the scale. Right. So it's, it's, a, it's a tougher move. You're more likely to get early retirements. That, that's true too we've seen that I, I think you know you, you bring up about the role of a school board member and I think that there's a major misconceptions upon people that think who they want to run for school board because they think that yeah. how the curriculum is is something that they and I'm like school board I I really I really true truly believe this that school board members it's like one of the hardest elected positions uh, that there is at the local level. I, I, I just, I really think it's it's a very difficult position if you're going to do it right because there's a lot of work to be done. There's a lot of material to be read, yep. and you need to come to those board meetings prepared. And then you're right. Then you have to balance your role. You know, uh, as a school board member, yes, you you are in charge of setting you know uh, the the district uh, the overall district's course, but you have. A superintendent and administrators and all the rest that are supposed to carry that thing on so you have to know your proper role and i just think a lot of people get on they think oh i'm on the school board now i want to start you know changing the curriculum it's like mm, that's not how that works well all. but it might i mean here's here's something that i worry about too and you see some of this going on i mean you only got five major school districts in Livingston county and three of them seem to be embroiled in a lot of controversy by right now by school board members who are uh, trying to bring some some of their political and social issues to the forefront, the claims about CRT and grooming children and all that type of stuff. And my one of my concerns is is they win elections, and if you're a normal, that shows my bias there. But if you're a normal person, are you going to want to run for that board and get involved in that stuff, which kind of forfeits the board to the people who are who are going to scream and holler? I mean, are you going to run? I think both these guys terms in next year and i have no idea if they want to stay on the board but who wants to run against them right. who wants to open themselves up? if these guys are going to swear at uh, at employees uh and if the republican party as it is now in Livingston county is going to back that type of candidate why are you going to sign up for that type of uh, that type of? I don't even know why a, a candidate should be backed by either political party. It, they're they're not you know, it's, yeah. it's just a yeah. job to to make the education the best you can for your school district. Right. right. You know. I mean, they're they're, they're nonpartisan <clears throat> positions, but unfortunately, they've become very partisan. Everything has become partisan. You know? I mean, well, that's, yeah, uh, and yeah. and and so when you talk about school board elections, I think you know usually, especially if it's a busy year, the school board election is going to be on the back of the ballot. Uh, a lot of people come in and they, they want to vote for the, the big the big races and then they go ah, I'm done you know uh, and they don't necessarily flip it over and, and look at some of the smaller races and if they do they likely haven't done much homework um, and uh, and so you know you get what you got I mean or you know, they've been influenced now by mailers right. you got the counties and you know mailers so they say oh I remember this name you're right most people don't know I mean the school board races way back used to be in june and stood all by themselves right. and the only people who voted were people who were were interested in it but but now they're stuck on uh, on the regular ballot just like you say and um i don't know i don't know how, uh, i i kind of would hate hate to see school board 
races become so political, but I don't see any way out of it. Otherwise, you'd leave the door open to the uh, Moms for Liberty candidates well, to, to, to dominate. I think it's for it's for people to get involved in in terms yeah. of just, and they don't, they don't necessarily, I'm not saying get involved and run for school board, although if that's what you want to do, sure, please do, but uh, know who you're voting for. I think there's a lot, I think a lot of times these extreme candidates, they have their partisans that, you know, support their thing but i think a lot That's of people right. just give them a pass like oh yeah sure enough good enough everyone else you had a pretty sign you know <laughs> i like that i like those the good colors yeah <laughs> I, I get a go for i can pronounce your girls. name <laughs> uh so yeah you'd like to see people maybe uh, to, to move away from the extremism and the partisanship that people would do some homework know who they're voting for um and yeah, yeah and that's actually I've been drinking the Kool-Aid right. too. <laughs> Here, let me give you some of the, the lion stuff. That's a little bit more possible yeah, than what you're talking some about. Of that spicy juice. <laughs> the lions, the lions. You know what? They got the best record in all of football. <laughs> they better enjoy it. <laughs> all right. The less you know with Rich Pearlberg, we appreciate it, Rich. We haven't learned a darn thing. Yeah, I gotta go. I got two tickets to paradise. Yes, all you right. do. Enjoy. All right. All right. All right. Thank you, Rich Pearlberg, with the less you know. <laughs> Did we did we even come close to something? Yeah, no, of course not. Yeah, so. We never do. You no. know, since we're talking about schools and stuff, yeah. we'll get to the uh, this week in history in just a bit. But first, this week's Orchard's Children's Child of the Week. Right, it's Caden. Caden is 13 years old. Has a great sense of humor. Tells jokes. He's described as easygoing and funny. He enjoys uh, listening to music and is learning how to play the guitar. He enjoys basketball and skateboarding. He likes going to the park and being outside. And during quieter times, Caden likes drawing, painting, and reading the Harry Potter book series. So, Caden, this week's Orchard's Children's Services uh, Kid of the Week. And, of course, if you want to find out more, go to orchards.org. And uh, you can find out more about Caden and uh, all the other kids uh, that uh, Orchard's works with to try and find forever homes. All right. You know, we uh, we were talking about the uh, the uh, the trivia questions we're going to be doing all week long, starting Sunday night through Thursday. And from time to time, we throw in a gift certificate from our friends at Murphy's Family Auto. We're going to do that too, uh, at least once, maybe twice. Murphy's Family Auto for all your car, all your car and SUV truck needs. See them today and take care of your transmission, your tires, your brakes. Uh, whatever it may be, maybe making sure your heat's ready because it's a little colder today and uh, we're, we're headed toward that time of year. So yeah. make sure you see our friends at Murphy's Family Auto. You tell them Mike and John sent you and you know what you get. You get a weird look. You do? And a 5% <laughs> like, discount. Really? They kind of have that raised right eye. <laughs> really? All right. One of them, huh? Got to give them 5%. All right. All right. <laughs> no, they do, they, do, uh, they do great work. And um, yeah, Murphy's Family Auto open Saturdays 8 to 1. Your car knows. Yeah. And here we are, the first week of September, our two-cent history lesson for this week in history. It was on this day in 1813, the character of Uncle Sam, or this week in 1813, Uncle Sam was created to symbolize the United States. Oh. And I think the best Uncle Sam was Apollo Creed's version. Ah, you might be. In Rocky IV, wasn't yeah. it? I want you. Yeah, yeah. I want you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go with that. You go with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, it looked like a crabby old man, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Uncle Sam. Yeah. Well, no, the, 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 the Uncle Sam from um, from like World War Two. He's he he, he he does he does he, but he looks kind of buff. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I just always looked at him. He, he looks grumpy, but he looks grumpy and buff. Like oh, he's kind of mean. I gotta defeat Nazis. Okay, you know. So, <laughs> 1915 this week, John Gruel patented the Raggedy Ann doll. Susan, did you have a Raggedy Ann? I did. Did you watch the Raggedy Ann and Andy show? I didn't. Okay. I didn't either. Never heard of it before. <laughs> John told me about it. <laughs> right. Charles Creighton. I had a Raggedy Andy, and I'm not afraid to admit it. You had a Raggedy Andy? Yeah. <laughs> Charles Creighton and James Hagris. And I went to Barry Manilow. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm comfortable with who I am. <laughs> Charles Grant. No hang ups. All right, 1930. <laughs> Take your family stuff and hang on to that for a while. Okay. Charles Creighton and James Hargris completed the drive from New York City to Los Angeles and back to New York. New York City. In reverse. In reverse gear. Oh, wow. It took them 42 days in a 1929 Model A Ford. They so, deserve to be in a history I lesson. I read that and, like, why? Was it? Was there something good. wrong it's with skill. drive? And yeah, they I don't had know. They to? Maybe they broke it. Sounds it. if it was like 
They so, should have taken that Model A over to Murphy's yeah. Family Auto. That's right. Yeah, it it sure like, I think they wanted to set the record. It sounds yeah. like. I mean, I don't know specifically, but I will say this: after they were done, they had to go see the chiropractor because they had to do this uh, all yeah. the way from New York to L.A. <laughs> they they didn't have that backup camera. <laughs> right. Nineteen thirty, nineteen fifty nine. The first Barbie doll was sold by the Mattel wow. Toy Corporation. Nineteen sixty six. Just should make a movie about that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. I think that'd go over really well. <laughs> I think it would. <laughs> TV series Star Trek premiered nineteen sixty six this week uh, on NBC. My mom loved that show. Did she like Captain Kirk? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was tore his shirt. Quite the ladies' man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got all the chicks, even the green ones. <laughs> 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 well, you got to work for those green ones. Is that they what it's going to say on his tombstone? Standard. <laughs> you got all the chicks, even the green ones. Yeah. You I, know, I just uh, I just heard an interview with William Shatner, who's like 92. Yeah. And he's got it. I was like, that guy is still pretty salty. Wasn't he doing yeah. some uh, Mars reality yeah. series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah he, he does. I'm like, the guy is still amazing. I, I was laughing through the whole thing. I mean, it was a pretty funny guy. 1989, Bon Jovi performed an acoustic version of Wanted Dead or Alive on the MTV Music Awards. It inspired the whole famous movement of Unplug. Really? That, see, and I didn't know that was what inspired it. I know, did not know that. Because I thought it probably started with Eric Clapton. Uh, Tears or, in Heaven. Yeah, or Layla. Uh, or, yeah, the, the, the I Layla. thought it was Eric Clapton, actually, yeah. though. You're right. But it was Bon Jovi. All right. I've seen quite a few of Bon Jovi's like acoustic versions of things, and... Really, really good. Hmm. Yeah. And it was on this this week in 1998. Aerosmith scored their first, 1998, their first number one single. Right. I don't want to miss a thing. Right. Wasn't that from the movie? Great movie. Diane Warren. Diane Warren, who... Probably had about six other number ones uh, right next to it. A million number ones. But, I mean, (laughs) mean, she's written songs for, like, Celine Dion. And uh, and you know and, and other people. Celine Dion, <laughs> <laughs> Diane Warren. Diane just, Warren I, has written a ton yeah, of number yeah, one yeah. hits, but uh, that just happened right. to be the the first for Aerosmith. Do you think of all the? the oh, you know what? I, I was wrong. Had. I was good. I, yeah, I thought like Michael Bolton, Taylor Dane. You think that's who I was thinking of? But then I'm looking and I'm see she wrote uh, when I see you smile for bad English. Mm-hmm. Um, Late eighties were a good uh, good decade yeah. for who will run to you from heart. So, and it's then, a good thing you're doing a little research. Celine Dion. And, and just so oh. you can say Celine Dion. She wrote a song for Shanice. I, I love your smile? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, everybody has a bad one every now and then. Yes, we're hardly back to our top, top 40 bop, bop. days. All right, that's a look at uh, this week in history. And last week, um, as we were walking out, Susan was telling us uh, after the show right. that her and her daughter were going to the Friends Experience. Yes. And you know, I, I know some other people have done this, and I think it's, a, is it at Lake Simo? No, it's uh, at the Great Crossing. Uh, Great Crossing. Great Lakes Crossing, okay. So how was it? Oh, it was so much fun. Um, but so one thing I have to point out that I just found really hilarious, I'm a fan. Like, I'm a huge fan. Right. And you'll see the, right now the picture of the purple door. Oh, you did. Um, <laughs> the camera guy. It was on The key grips really uh, off today. I know. <laughs> It'll come back around. Okay. <laughs> anyway, the famous purple door that yeah. is in the, the girls' apartment. Right. Um, we're getting our picture taken there. We have a group of maybe, I don't know, eight of us, not very big. And the guy that was in a couple, the guy says, so does anybody have this actual purple door in your house? And we all kind of look at each other and we're like, mm, no. <laughs> and he's like, well, he I do. <laughs> and his significant other, she had like a friend's purse and a friend's hair clip. Like they were, they were into this and, and they were like fans. super fans. Yeah. yeah. So I think I need to step it up a notch. I think I need a purple door right. or purse or, or even something. a little frame. So, uh, right. And the, the friend's experience, uh, I've seen so many people that I know have, have gone and done this. Yeah. Uh, was it crowded? I mean, how do you 
like so, so here's the shot of you with the, on the couch and the stairway. The famous the pivot famous stand, pivot yeah. So they have um, separate rooms where sets are set up. So you can be kind of be a part of it and take pictures and whatnot. Um, and then on the walls, they have like you know written information about the cast and the costumes and just tidbit information like that. Um, it was we had like eight in our group, and they scheduled you half hour time slots. So each half hour, someone right. a group began to go through. It only took us maybe half an hour or so to go through it. Was the couch nailed down? Uh, um, in the in the stairway, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you just can't move that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just uh, pose and go. Yeah, <laughs> smile, pretend you're lifting right. something yeah. heavy. You so know. People, are people waiting for you? To no. like, oh, no, okay. it was pretty. Oh, okay. Well, we went on Friday though. I don't think so. I was looking for tickets on Friday evening and like Saturday and whatnot, and they they were gone. So I'm assuming it'd probably be a different experience okay. um, at a busier time. But we were at a great time. We. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, it was a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. Um, if you are a Friends series fan, definitely recommend it. It's Every cute. Every now and then, I'm flipping through and I go, yeah, I haven't seen an episode of Friends in a while. That's one of those shows like Seinfeld that, yeah. for me. I, you can always stop. Them. Absolutely. It, in the middle of an episode, wherever, you it's can a just feel pick good, it up. Yeah. Feel good series. And uh, yeah, so it was a lot of fun. All right. And of course, our entertainment break brought to you by The Dio Dining and Entertainment. Looking for a unique night out? Look no further than The Dio. Livingston County's multi-award winning dinner theater. Whether it's date night or the celebration of a special event, The Dio offers an unforgettable night of food and live Broadway style entertainment that is sure to earn you a standing ovation. Visit dialtheater.com for tickets and show information. All right, is it ready uh, for the last word? No, you know, you know uh, <laughs> this week was Bonnie's birthday. Did you it? wish her a happy birthday? Let's sing. What did we, what did we get her? A phone call. <laughs> Good morning. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Bonnie. Happy birthday to you. And many more. Are you one? Are you two? That was just like rehearsal. (laughs) Wow. Good job, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Happy birthday. So, 82, Bonnie, or 81? Yep. 82. 82. Well, congratulations and, and happy yes. birthday. So I know it was the other day, so what kind of celebrations? Well, they got me They got me to get, you know, I was going to run away up north because I thought it's just today. They're nice to me 365 days a year. I don't have to be here on my birthday. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. So anyway, I, they asked me, what did I want? What kind of a cake? I said, all I want is ice cream. Ice cream? I said, yep, ice cream. I don't want no cake. Well, That's what do you fair. want to eat? I don't care what you fix me to eat, just as long as we got ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> and just go but right they, to the ice cream, forget the rest of the meal. Yeah, right. They did have a Taco Bell. They know my favorite oh. restaurant. <laughs> so, Taco Bell and ice cream. <laughs> Taco Bar and Yes. Oh, that's, that's, that's an antacid <laughs> waiting to happen, man. <laughs> it's the cards. Yeah. It's always got cards. Yeah. All right. Well, we're glad you had a good birthday. And uh, now we're, we're going to turn over to you for the final word. The final word for today is happy. Happy. Let show happiness to the world, and it will fill your life with happiness for today now there are no guarantees for tomorrow all right so show happy today show happy today yeah. you no, not show that happy, happy john pull your pants back up <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing it's not on screen <laughs> all right bonnie well we're glad you had a great birthday and the lions won for you so congratulations and happy birthday and we'll talk to you next time Thank you. Blessings to you all. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. The last word with Bonnie. Did I embarrass you again? I think you embarrassed yourself. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) But that's okay. That's something. Yeah. Nothing new. All right. Well, that's it for this week. And um, thanks for stopping by. And, of course, MikeAndJohnPodcast.com has all the information. And then, as Mike said, all this week, all next week, in trivia, we'll be giving stuff away. Check it out. Nice. On Facebook. All right. We'll see you giggling with Mike and John.
tune in next time and giggle on.